Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festivities festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than copper top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Football season is around the corner, and Podcast One Sportsnet has the best shows to help you build the best fantasy team in the league. Listen to Jeff Ratcliffe break down all the latest NFL news on Pro Football Focus Fantasy. Then serve up some picks with Ross Tucker's Fantasy Feast and take a spin with award-winning fanalists on the fantasy record. Or get all the tricks for fantasy sports and gambling with Underdog Sports Fantasy Hour. Dominate the competition and download new episodes of these shows and more every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. It's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. 
brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Raw Recap on Pro Wrestling Sheet. I am your host, John Roca, joined, as always, by the editor-in-chief of Pro Wrestling Sheet. Ryan Satin, how are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm busy. It's yep. a crazy morning with all this NXT news. Yeah. Uh, NXT is officially moving to USA Network starting next month. Two hours live. Why does that make you mad? I'm not mad. I'm saying it's I'm the so WWE. I'm so confused by this I'm fan mad. anger towards this I'm saying this it's the idea. WWE going like boom, boom, boom to AEW. Ah. That's what I mean. It's the bully it. beating but, up but the But I also the don't new understand kid. that because... I've been so of course, it's competition, it's business. No, but I've also I've been confused by this whole like counter programming thing. Does everyone like forget that NXT's been on Wednesday for like years? Like oh, yeah, since yeah, 2015? No, of but this is gonna give it a wider audience. Totally. You know, and but what I we're saying is by everyone going if you like, don't know the news, right? Uh, if you haven't read the news, uh, 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 WWE announced that WWE NXT will go to USA for a two hour show starting what five like p.m. I, said, I already said this. Uh, oh, you did. Okay, yeah, I did. Uh, I said live starting next month. Yeah. Uh, two hour show. Okay. Um, but it was still gonna take place from full sale. Um, they're not quite going on the road with it yet. Takeovers are still going to be on the network, right? Uh, and um, WWE or w- NXT TV will will be available on WWE Network the following day. Okay, so cool. you can instead of watching it on Wednesdays on the network, you can watch it on Thursdays on demand if you want. There, that's better than Raw and SmackDown get. That is way better than Raw and uh-huh. SmackDown get. So it's frustrating. Um, I, but I've been confused with this whole like, oh, like I saw Chris Jericho tweeting. He tweeted something, and I'm not trying to like throw shade at Chris Jericho. Don't but start I, again. I know that's why you I'm just put it all back together. That's why I'm trying to preface that. Don't I'm not burn that bridge. But I've been a little confused uh-huh. of just the like. He, he said, um, "This is what he said. Where is it? Wait, did he already delete it? Rise Jericho. Oh, he said, congrats to the NXT for making the big move to the USA Network. Runners always race faster when somebody is right behind them. Going to be fun to see which team in the world decides to join. But, like, NXT's been on Wednesday for 2015. Like, technically... What are you missing here? I'm, I'm confused what you're upset about. Because people are acting like NXT is, like, following AEW's lead. When, if anything, they're like, no, we just don't want to have... Like, if you're going to be... If, if someone's coming on our territory on yeah. Wednesday night, yeah. we just want to be on a bigger platform so more people watch us. That's what it means, but that's what I'm but saying. Everyone's acting like they're following AEW. Like this is be, this they is are. like they're, they're but they're doing like they're doing this as if like it's like oh that's shady of WWE. It is because it's basically WWE admitting that we see competition, legitimate competition from AEW. We want to crush that competition, so we are moving uh, NXT off our public access channel and putting them on the main channel. We're going from AM to FM with NXT, and that matters. So, but that's, that's not, a reaction, and it's a yeah, smart reaction. Reaction, reaction it's yes. a smart reaction. But it's also but 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 
To say it was on NXT is on the network, yeah, but like how many people are really watching NXT on the network? Lots of people are watching Yeah, sure, there's lots, but not like to the level that you're watching on a Raw or SmackDown on those channels. No. So by giving it a wider audience. It's a smart move. Of course it is, yeah, but yeah. it is a reactionary move to what AEW is doing. But it's because AEW came onto their territory on Wednesday nights where uh, they are already an established show. I don't know if you come onto someone's territory if you're not even on a, ch- on a cable channel. That's like saying if like Hulu drops a show everywhere. Wednesday or something like that, that it's not in contention with all the shows that are on TV every Wednesday. That's not true. Uh, yeah, I see your points. I think Hulu has a bigger role. And if Hulu had a really dope show, they're like, well, shit. Like, we should probably get this on television because it's, people aren't seeing that we have a superior show in there. I think Hulu is fair, but... but it's the same thing. I don't know if Hulu drops... Does Hulu, but Hulu drops... Hulu does weekly shows, don't do they? they? I, don't, I think they drop all at once and same thing. But they, they don't do weekly shows. What they, I only have Netflix, yeah, so yeah, I'm there not you sure. Go. Amazon, <laughs> Amazon Prime. Is Amazon Prime, Prime don't they do weekly no, shows? No, they drop everything. No, one of those all things does weekly shows. No, not drops. all of them. Some of them do weekly now. Uh, yeah, but it's not like weekly for for 20 weeks. Or yeah. Two. It's like no. eight or no. six or ten. A lot ten. of them do weekly now. All right, you've got to tell me which ones they are. I can find back up by Okay. Well, I know like that, like although I don't have it, but those DC shows, they were all weekly or whatever on the DC platform. They weren't all dropped at the same right, time. But there were only 12 episodes or 10 episodes. So I'm saying those are limited runs where this is all time. Well, yeah. This is every week. Yes. So there's a difference here, I think. Mm. But I get your point. I get why you take umbrage with that situation. But I also get the other side of it is that people feel like, God, will you just let them breathe a little bit? AEW, why do you want to crush them? But AEW they went chance? on their day. Not on their day. Yes, it well, is their day. That's what they've been established in 2015. I guess, but it's also cable versus streaming and there's just a difference but there's, uh, there's still, just a difference exactly which is why they're coming to tv because if, someone came on encroached onto their territory if southwest missouri state plays on fox sports one but notre dame goes in, on wednesdays and then notre dame goes and plays on abc notre dame isn't going on their day you've lost me with the no, sports talk now i don't understand the sports <laughs> analogies the second you said notre, notre dame i was like woo woo Fair enough. Anyway, I see both sides of this, and I get the fans' uh, reaction, but I also think this is a smart move by the WWE. This is business. Yeah, of course. You want to run with the big dogs? Let's see what you got. But I think AEW should be encouraged by the fact that WWE is making these decisions because it means like they take you seriously. And by doing this, they let the fans subconsciously or consciously look at AEW as a serious contender. So this may blow up in their face. This may bite them in the ass for WWE. We'll see. Either way, competition breeds better matches, better storylines, a better product. So I'm I just have a hard time thinking that it's going to bite them in the ass, as you say, when nobody has a problem with the NXT product. Like the fans watching it True. love the NXT product. Will they change it once they're, they're not videos? going to? Okay, I've already been. I already put up the story this morning. Uh-huh. Like I've been talking with sources. It's not going to change. Okay. Like they're putting the show that is on, you know, on mm-hmm. the WWE Network on TV. You know, television. Uh, yeah, uh, they're adding an extra thirty minutes to the show. Mm-hmm. That's not like they're massively over. Why would they massively overhaul their successful yeah. show? Absolutely, just to appease Vince for some reason. Vince is smart. Yeah. I know Vince don't, people want to like think Vince well, is Vince but is like smart. a smart dude. He's yes. not, he, he didn't let Triple H build this successful third brand that's different and unique to them right. just to change it once they found success. Yep. I find this fascinating too because now you have, uh, you'll have Triple H, Eric Bischoff, and uh, Paul Heyman in charge of these three brands it, with Vince, of course. It also explains why Triple H wasn't given the Good control points. that everyone was confused about a few Good months points. ago. Good point. Good yeah, point. Which he still was control before we, we're going to get into Raw now because we only, you know, we yeah, got yeah. limited time here, but. Um, 
this show, from what I was told, too, I, I got to figure out how much involvement Vince had, but Vince was not at Raw yesterday. Okay. And so this show was, you know, it was pitched by the normal people, uh, but it was pitched to Triple H, Heyman, and and um, Kevin Dunn. Wow. And, and Heyman was sitting at the big table, the main table yep. where, like, Vince would be sitting and stuff. So um, not in his seat, but, like, in the right. same table or whatever. So um, I felt like it was a very strong Raw. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was fresh to me yeah whole show felt fresh yeah, yeah, I, yeah I loved yeah. it okay fair enough this raw that we this just raw. talked about okay cool Did you not i liked it but i didn't love it okay and so we'll talk about okay. it um and let's get into roman it's it's from st paul minnesota roman reigns comes out uh does his thing and they, they recap all the attacks that reigns has been through i wish they'd stop showing the thing and every, i just really wish they'd stop with that i hate that old sequence everything else with a car is great but not this uh and of course we get introduced that the jerry the king lawler is working as a third, on third man on vacation the yeah what's going on graves he's just on, just, vacation? He's on vacation apparently i would pre-approved never Ever take vacation if I worked at WWE? Never. There would be so much fun. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, we carry on. Who's the who's attacking? We get a little Buddy Murphy stuff, and then Ziggler comes out to push his narrative about how it should have been him all the long and all this kind of stuff. And then him and Reigns get into a match. So before we get to the match, what do you think about this whole intro between these guys? Um, and Ziggler's coming out for God's sakes. Uh, you know, I felt like Roman had this nice vibe about him. I was into the mm-hmm. Roman's vibe. Uh, he kind of just he seemed real energetic and pumped when he came out uh-huh. and stuff. Uh, I was into it. The Ziggler thing is just, I don't know what it is. Just he really, I, it doesn't, it bothers you, doesn't it? It's starting to get that way for okay. me. And I can't tell if it's like heel heat that I'm like, it's working right. or if it's like not. Uh, the match was really good. The match was good. The match was a really good match between the two of them. Close near falls from Zig. A lot. Which I was really surprised by. His catching Famouser on the spear. So dope. That was bad. Loved ass. it. Yeah, so what a shock. Well, see, a new kid comes on the block and all of a sudden the product is elevated. This is fun. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's like I said, I, I don't dislike anything Dolph does in the ring. Dolph's great he wrestler. Is. He's, He's such a good wrestler. Um, he could wrestle on his sleep and he'd put on a good match. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I, just, I, I just don't enjoy the current what character What would you want to, to see from him? To change maybe a slight adjustment because it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like all of it isn't working for you. It's just certain things it seems like. I don't know. You a know, new song, a I, new narrative. Yeah, I okay. think you know. I think Where he that isn't just complaining. Why? My I, problem is that they gave him the time away, mm-hmm. only to bring him back to have him do the exact same thing. Like you could have refreshed the Dolph Ziggler character. You could have no. changed the music. You could have changed some stuff. You could have done something different. Right. And instead, it's been the exact same thing we've always seen from Dolph Ziggler. And I genuinely believe that he has more range than that. They just, mm-hmm. this is where they see him and they don't want to do more with him. Well, it's also what he see, where he sees himself, right? I mean, he's got, I he can push I think on his end. He's more than that. You, well, he's got to push. I'm sure he's been trying. Yeah, that's a fair he point. He also seems like he, he's really been trying and this is just what they want. Is he a Heyman guy? Do you think he's a Heyman guy? I don't, not that I know of. Okay. Okay. I wonder if that's part of it, too, now with him stepping in and take over. Like, okay, I'll play the storyline out, but there's gotta, it's got to be leading to something. And I wonder if maybe his constant attempts, like I said earlier, his constant attempts to do this will eventually lead to a face turn down the road where the fans get behind him. But it's not happening yet, but he's certainly putting on fantastic matches. He always does. Yeah? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, and I wonder if a face Dolph Ziggler is something that could get over again. If, in the right circumstance, 
anything can. Sure. If it's written well, sure. anything will get over. So mm-hmm. I have faith that they can do something with Dolph still. It's just I really don't enjoy this yeah. whiny thing they're doing with him at all. Yeah. yeah. Not a fan of it. That's fair. We'll see. How match was dope. And he didn't do the thing, though, so maybe no. that's off for this week where he goes, you got lucky this time. But he had that still whiny vibe in yes. the beginning and was back to the it should have been me stuff. Right. And it's just like, I just... Not feeling it. I, I think if they make an adjustment where he starts going, like, why can't it be me? Where it's just more of an active decision as opposed to a reactive decision with the why is it, why, w- what about me versus why can't it be me? Because then why can't it be me? Every time he loses, he, there, I think that's how the face turn happens. Every time he loses, he becomes more and more angry at himself, more and more frustrated with himself. And it's different than what's his face that kept losing all the time? They put it on T-shirts, 250 losses. Oh, Kurt, uh, Kurt Hawkins? More than Kurt Hawkins. It's something more where he's like turning it into a way of like he's frustrated that he can't get it done. And he starts to look at like I think there's a way to do face if you do it like that. Because eventually you're right, Ryan. This why can't it be? Why, it, why wasn't it me? Well, run its course and yeah. run out of gas. It, it already has. Yeah, well, for, yeah fair enough. <laughs> for you. Right, right. Uh, let's move on to the Becky Lynch promo. But this was oh. early. This was early in the program, too. This Becky Lynch promo about Sasha. This was badass. The greatest woman on the roster who's never been great. Whew. That was, I went like, whoa, damn. Like, yeah. that, whoever wrote that or wherever that came from, that was Becky or a writer or a mix of the two. I just went like, damn. Yeah. That's a line right there. Like, that is a damn line. And yeah. I just, man, this whole thing, her delivery here. Her everything, the her black, demeanor, the black and white kind of vibe to her it. Jacket yep. hanging in the background, yep. the just belt like perf- perched. belt. Her hair even looked yeah. cool. Had yep. like a not you know Pushed not back. trying to pull yeah. back. No, not trying hard or yeah. anything. It like she just, just like, finished a workout. Yeah, look, like just finished a workout. And it's like, yeah, let's do this. Let's, yep. let's talk some shit. You want to talk some shit? And I just, man, I, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Yeah. She just, she just exuded such confidence. And yeah. I mean, that to me is the most important thing with promo of just like where it doesn't feel like these are scripted words. Like, yeah, I, like I said, I don't know if that was a felt from a writer or from her. And that's mainly because it was just, the delivery was so good and it was yeah. so believable. And just everything she said in it about wanting to like, you know, everyone to kind of come up to her level and stuff. And, 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 and I just, man, I just, Kudos to Becky Lynch. I think you know, and this is crazy. People know that I wrestle in the, or I wrestle, I fight in the Schmodown, and it's got that WWE vibe to it, right? Or pro wrestling vibe to it. What she said, I want to fight the best at the top of their game. Got to be honest with you. Sometimes that's unnerving, that's unsettling when you're a person who has the belt, and I've had the belt before and lost it to someone who's on the up and up. Instead of relishing the challenge, I've been afraid at times. So hearing Becky say that, and I know it's scripted, it's blah, blah, blah. These are scripted. It was like a, 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 I don't know, like a switch turned on my brain. Like, yeah, this is how you need to approach things. And I love that she approached it this way, right? And it's kind of like, it's kind of like a life mantra. I want to be the best at what I do, and I want to defeat other people who are at their best as well to keep proving that I'm the best at what I do. That's an awesome promo. Absolutely. Right? I've always kind of I've, I've always felt that way. It was like one time yeah. when I was you know back when I was working at TMZ. It was you know I'd always it was like you know someone kind of gave me the advice of like, do you want to be mm. like a boss or do you want to be like everyone else? Like right. do you know and like because you can be like everyone else. Like, you'll be happier or whatever, but, like, if you want to be a boss, like, you got to make decisions to change. Yeah. And that was kind of, like, that similar mindset of, like, you want to be at the top. You want people to come to the top. And if they're not at your level, then screw them. I can't use that for anymore on here. 
My dad got mad at me. For saying screw him? No, for saying the F word too much on here. Your dad did? My dad got mad at me. He scolded, Scott Satin scolded me. He said, Ryan, it's, it's unprofessional. Scott Satin, who wouldn't put me on shows? Yeah. Screw you, Scott Satin. First family? <laughs> I should have been on that show. All right, anyway. John Quasto always gets the parts you want. <laughs> Man, yeah, and he's at NXT. All right, John Quasto. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, King's Corner uh, is next here. King's with, Court. King's Court, I'm sorry, with King's Court. Doesn't matter. With... Uh, <laughs> With Jerry Lawler coming out, which was this whole setup. This was the whole setup for Jerry coming in. They kind of hit two birds with one stone with this, moving Corey or Corey Graves on vacation, but using the Lawler stuff to lead up to King's Court, having the Fiend subdue him with the claw, and then this new kid coming in to kind of take King's spot and give him a little bit of uh, time on TV. I uh, like this. Okay, so I loved this because... Yeah. I thought they did a good job on multiple fronts with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought because they had King on commentary and because they had, you know, um, had Sports Illustrated do the story that there was going to be this King's Court segment with Sasha yeah. Banks, um, because of all these factors, my guard was 100% down when it came to The Fiend. They're doing a really good job of, and it's what they want to do, of, yeah. of you not expecting when he's going to show up. Right. Uh, so I really enjoyed... That I was ready. I, I was I was excited to hear what Tasha Banks was going to say. Yeah, it was my favorite part of last week of Raw, um, I, and I wanted to see what the follow up was going to mm-hmm. be. And I was surprised it was happening early in the show. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, they're going to do the Sasha Banks thing early in the show, and right, right. after that fire Becky promo, like, well, Sasha better bring it, you yeah. know." And so I was like, very much, you know, waiting when King was rambling about King of the Ring. I was just thinking, like, this is. Why are, this is what they brought King on yeah, for? Like, yeah. this was why they brought King? And then it was like, pew, pew. And I was like, oh, this is why they brought King on here. Yes. <laughs> and King's reaction was great. Oh, I've seen this before. I'm getting <laughs> out of here. And he almost makes it out of there. And then you hear him in the dark go, ah. And then boom, down under with, with the claw. So pretty cool. <laughs> King being smart enough to go, like, oh, no, 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 no. And like, get out of the yeah. ring real fast. Popped me. I yeah. was laughing so hard at him. Like, oh, Smart. no. Nope. Seen this. <laughs> like, got to get up the ramp. Uh-huh. Uh, loved it. I thought, you know, Bray Wyatt looked awesome uh, still. Yep. I, 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 I'm super into the character. Uh, I saw there was like a BS rumor out there that they're going to be toning it down because of kids. And then Bray Wyatt responded to it last night saying, like, stop spreading propaganda and get better sources or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so not not the case. But I was hoping I, I, I wanted him to kind of pull out the head and just drop the the lantern there because it's such a cool prop. But it I is. understand that they need to kind of like save it for pay-per-views and stuff like what that. What if he has like the head of every person that he... That's a lot of money. To, to create one of those heads? <laughs> Look, Flair those, spent a lot of money on those ropes. Yeah, but that also takes a lot of advanced notice. I guess, yeah. You know how movie prop yeah, business true, works. True. That takes a lot of work. A lawler head would be interesting, like with his mouth in the lantern. I mean, yeah, but it would take a lot of work to have exactly. one for every single one. With puppies hanging out. He's, yeah. just, he's just carrying like so many lamps when he comes <laughs> out. He just has all of them done. <laughs> Any legends that are still sorry, a slaughter one, a, a red rooster one. He's got them all. He's basically just uh, like that guy, uh, <laughs> the guy in Game of Thrones with all the oh, faces. Oh yeah, with all the heads. Right, the man of many faces. That's there right. That's right. What's his name? Uh, Jackwin, I think. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I never know those characters' names. <laughs> it's been a while since I've talked about it, so sometimes it goes in and out. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, we'll, so that's pretty much the end of the king. Who's the yeah. guy that comes in? Oh, Vic Joseph. And you know what? 
Vic Joseph. I felt like Vic Joseph did a very good job on the show. It felt near the end of the show, and we'll get to it, like Cole was stepping back to let Vic take the reins here a little bit. And I'm wondering if that's what they're setting up. Well, we and talked if they about are, it. I'm mad because I want Renee to do it, but I get it. We talked about it a few weeks ago when Cole was on SmackDown. Yeah. Where Cole was like kind of... Yeah. Letting someone else take the lead. Yeah. And he did it again last night. And uh, it's funny. You're not the only person that's mentioned that to me. I've oh, had okay. a few people that have brought that up to me. That it, it felt that way. That it felt like he kind of took a back seat to Vic for a little yep. while. Um, Vic, he gave Vic the call on the tag team champions at the end of the night. I I don't know this. Right. But my guess is that we're going to see another another shakeup of some sort. Yeah. Prior. On the announcing team. All over. Okay, okay. Prior to the debut on Fox. Okay. And this isn't like inside info. This is just my hunch. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it make it would make the most sense that there would be mm-hmm. some sort of shakeup, especially with NXT going to USA now. Yeah. They could also include NXT in it. Shuffle some guys back to NXT who are being lesser used. Yeah. Um. You know, vice versa. They could just. They could do a lot of shuffling. Of what, what will happen with Ronaldo if when they go, will he go with them? He is. He actually tweeted oh, saying great. he's going to go with okay. them. Cool. Because like I said, it's not changing. It's still yeah. going to be from full sale. It. It's still going to be Triple H and Charge. Right. Like, it's not changing. And they're not putting more money into it for the introductions and the Titan Well, I'm sure, well and no, the special effects. It's still full sale. Okay. It's still going to be for now. It's still okay. going to be at full sale in the studio that people enjoy. Um, I've never 100% wanted to live in Orlando, but... If I was living in Orlando, That'd be awesome, right? this would be awesome. Well, I, I would go every week. They had Impact for a long time, and it was in dope for a long time. Sure. Impact was dope for a long time. Okay. Um, and, oh, before and Hogan and all them Impact. came in there, you mean? What? Before Hogan and them came in there? or Yeah. Okay. And that was the Impact Zone was in Florida yes. then. Yes, it was. Um, that was a good Impact. Yeah, because then they moved out of Florida right. and then had to go back. To, and then they had to go back. Right. Um, so, um, okay. Yeah, it's not changing that much. Okay. So, so you know, no, yeah, Morrow's going to be there. Shout Morrow's out to a part of it. Aaron Turner, if you're going every week, son, you better send me some things every week. I know, you know. I'm jealous too. But also, yeah. all those NXT kids are bummed because, like, they always are, like, the ones who share the scoops of what's going on. And oh, then now it's going to be live. Right, No right. need for scoopsters that are in the tapings. Oh, that's a good point. They're all going to be, we're they're all going to be there live. live. Sorry, guys. That's we're all going to watch it live. We're not going to be there live. Welcome to progress. Uh, all right, let's move on. Ricochet and Miz taking on McIntyre and Baron Corbin. Eh, this is where I start to feel, it was an okay match. Yeah, this is fine. This it was, wasn't, like, anything that blew me away. And this is where it kind of dropped a little bit for me. As Fair. First, first dropping point of the night. Uh, but. But Ricochet got the victory, and there were some good spots, no doubt uh but it just felt a bit methodical as opposed to exciting i just felt like the re- one of the things i enjoyed last night was there was a lot of matches there was and there was also a lot of backstage stuff mm-hmm. and it never felt like there was i there was too much of either yeah I, I really thought it was a solid blend of things yep. uh this tag match it was what it was it was just a way to promote king of the ring no no, no this match wasn't this was you know it was what it yeah. was yeah it wasn't anything that blew me away or anything like that but it was fun for what it was is this new with corbin fighting in the for lack of a better term uh, wife beater it shirt? did look new yeah yeah right like he's like, not gonna wear the whole thing anymore like the the, the button down shirt and maybe he'll just wear that what'd you think of it i think it takes a kind of a little bit of luster off of him i like the vests i like the button down it's unique it's different no one else is wrestling in a full outfit that being said it must be very difficult to wrestle i mean i thought reigns wrestling in that whole thing the shield wrestling in that whole thing was difficult it must be even more difficult to wrestle in a button down with with all that kind of because those aren't built for you know what i'm saying maybe yeah. they can make them out of fabric well, he seemed like he had that custom one that yeah. he's been wearing which so maybe that I is made dislike. out of like workout fabric but still but you're right i absolutely it's probably so much more comfortable 
for yeah. him. I mean, even the pants is probably annoying that he it, that he's wearing. I think the change makes him look like Brooklyn Brawl. It makes him look like a jobber, and I don't like that. It almost looks. Well, it kind of looked like tall Dean Ambrose yeah, too good for a points. minute. Like great point. You know, like because he kind of yep. has a similar look to Dean Ambrose. Yep. Um, I didn't dislike it though. Yeah. Um, and it was a, it, you know, a solid preview of next week's sure. King of the Ring matches. Yeah. So it was fine. I'm nothing really like gonna like. Harp on it too much. Fair enough. All right. Speaking of King Henry, we move on to King Book. Yeah. Uh, he is interviewed by Michael Cole about King of the Ring. Gives his points of views about it, the history of it. it gives a shout out to Harley Race, but also uh, predicts Drew McIntyre winning this thing, which a lot of people are predicting. So, do, what do you think they do with this thing? Do they actually ask Booker and don't tell him what, who's going to win so that he can legitimately guess, or do you think they tell him who they think is going to win as a uh, as, so he he picks Drew as a swerve? No, or to make I think him they, give, they ask for his legitimate opinion. Okay. I'm sure he tells them ahead of time, but I'm sure they who, ask who's going to pick. Right, right, yeah, right, right. But I'm sure they ask for his legitimate opinion. Okay. And, right. and, uh, that's my that's what I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. And I like seeing Booker T on the show. Hell yeah! But I just. I don't like Skype interviews. It's very much like a oh, right. daytime morning talk or a morning talk show kind of thing okay. where they do it every day, so they don't really have a choice. And right. so we'll just get them on. We'll just come and call, Skype in, you know? Yeah. Um, it doesn't look high budget to have someone Skype in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's... I don't know. I, I, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't present the coolest look for television. That's the producer. The television right, producer right. Me. I, I just don't enjoy the Skype look on TV. Well, I think they're trying to appeal to the younger crowds by having that kind of thing. Because people Maybe. do have Skype calls all the time. And business has Skype calls all the time. So they're just trying to appeal in that way. But I, I absolutely get your point. It must, but it must be difficult to set up live stuff like with Steve Austin, with Booker. You know, I, I don't know. But it's just like Steve Austin all accept. Because it's like you do whatever you can to get Stone Cold Steve right, Austin on right, your right. show. To me, with the Booker, Booker T thing, it was kind of like it was very forced. Okay, but whatever. Enough. I mean, I like Aaron Booker T. It's fine. Right, right. I just prefer better, higher production value. Yeah. And shout out to Brad Gilmore who set that up and tweeted a picture of I himself uh, setting, uh, helping set that up for Booker, and was there during the Skype interview. And we'll see if it's Drew McIntyre. Certainly, a lot of people think so, but we'll see. Uh, Braun Strowman now coming out. Uh, I think it's Baron Corbin. You think Baron Corbin's going to win this thing? All right. Either Corbin or. Yeah, I think it's going to be Corbin. I like Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe with that. Here's the payment for putting over so many people over the last few months. Here's the title. And what better person to take on the Heritage of King of the Ring than someone who has that old school Harley Race vibe to it and the new school appeal. So I, I kind of like I that. I wouldn't guy. hate that at all. Yeah, I, I would like him with the, the crown. Like kind of. just seems like, like, Baron Corbin, e. like, like King kinda, Corbin makes the most sense. Yeah. And he's changed his outfit now, so it makes... Fits with the robe. Yeah, King Corbin. Yeah, I guess King Corbin. It I know. <laughs> anyway, all right. Braun Strowman takes on AJ Styles here, which was uh, you know, which was a tease from last week when they got into it uh, when he saved Strowman saved uh, Rollins from the uh, OC. This match, <laughs> this match was for a few minutes. It was ferocious for the few minutes that it was going on. I loved it for the few minutes we got of it. Yeah, and I it was like scares oh. the hell out of me. I was like, oh, I want to see these two guys wrestle each other more yeah <laughs> i would be afraid for aj i mean he was just getting thrown around the ring he was holding his own at times but jesus christ like this slap when he was going for his aj from the top rope swatted, him, just out of swatted the air. him out of the air like a fly and that scares the hell out of or me or like the, the back body drop and like he was so high in the air he almost like hit bronze yeah. for a second oh my gosh it was brutal it was brutal but i was like you know better than i would have expected like when, absolutely when, when i saw these two rest each other i go uh, 
I don't know about that. Yeah. But then when they wrestled, I was like, yeah, give me that for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see this David and Goliath scenario. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. Yeah. So I liked it. I also feel like they're doing a great job, we'll get to it, of building towards an, an inevitable Rollins-Strowman yes. thing. And I feel like this was a preview of kind of like what that match would look like down the line if they're actually doing long-term booking here. Right. Which right. seems like they are. So I'm yeah, pumped yeah. on it. I actually felt like this whole thing made Braun and Seth look cool mm-hmm. before we even got to the main event. You know, when we had, um, you know, Braun was looking like he was a, like he was going to win this a behemoth yeah. in the ring, just, just ruining people. Yeah. Then, you know, the attack goes down. Yeah. The OC and, comes in. Yeah. And I thought Rollins, you know, people kind of were making fun like Rollins in a backwards hat was very much like a Poochie scenario from like Simpsons. Right. Was that <laughs> dog's name? But I'm like, you know what? To me, he looked like, how he would actually look yeah. out in public. Like, yeah. the, you see him in the videos. He, that's what he wears. Yeah, like, he wears the hat a lot. I, I kind of like that he was running at full speed while putting his hat on backwards. Like, you're like, yeah, like, you know, like, he's just like a cool guy. He's going know? to work. He's going to work. Hey, yeah. man, Stallone does that and over the top. It looked like he was going to fight people. Yeah, absolutely. I was into it. And then he showed some fire in the ring. Yeah. I was like, yeah, good job, Rollins. So yeah. I like, I liked all this whole segment. And I liked the whole backstage thing where it was like, well, you know, we're going to, I'm going to get us a match yeah, later. Oh, and he's like, Ugh. all right. Uh, I dig it too, and I thought his savior, uh, him saying to him, uh, we're, "We're even now, kid," or whatever he says, "We're even now, big man." Uh, so we'll, yeah, and that sets up. Uh, they do go in the back, as you said. So we get this idea that they're going to fight for the titles later on against Gallows and Anderson, uh, which we find out later. Gallows and Anderson are not big fans of. Uh, and we'll discuss that in a little bit. Uh, all right, we see the king, the first King of the Ring matchup here. Samoa Joe taking on Cesaro. Samoa Joe gets the victory here. Cesaro, good match, good back. Really some hard spots for both guys, tough spots, uh, tough shots taken. There's no technical, technical wrestling here. It was just move after move, power move after power move until eventually. Meat on meat. It was meat on meat until Joe eventually subdues him with a coquina clutch and walks on out of here. Does Cesaro lose anything here? Now he's back to jobbing again, and like what about jobbing? Well, okay, sorry, losing again. There we go. Uh, I'm an extreme person. So. <laughs> Either winning or jobbing. Right, um, yeah, I would have liked to have seen him go longer yeah, yeah. in it, but I also understand Joe could gain, at, you know, by being yeah. king of the ring too. Um, man, there were some uppercuts in that match that Ooh. were just so intense. I mean, I know that's his thing, anyways, but. Ooh, those two were just beating the crap out of each other. I, yeah, in that I thought match. they caught each other stiff a couple of times. Oh yeah, on both sides. Oh yeah, and I was just like, man. And I like the finish. You know, the, you know, the coquina clutch kind of happening out of nowhere yeah. when he flipped over. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed this match. Hard hitting, good yep. match. Good. This was kind of like one of the reasons I liked Raw because it was just like good matches mm-hmm. and good segments. That's all you need. I mean, yeah. that's what I want. So uh, yeah, good. This was just good. Um, as for Cesaro, to answer your question, I do think that he could have used more. I do think he would have gained more out yeah. of this, but um, like I would have trying to think of who's next. It's McIntyre who they're probably McIntyre. Next, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna McIntyre's gonna win. Bastard. Okay, he's gonna he's he's gonna win the first, first round upset. Wait, who's he against? Uh, let me look up the bracket here. Hold on, won't take long. King of the Ring brackets. Uh, all right, tournament. Brown with WWE has the has the. Of course they do. I appreciate that. Uh, Ricochet versus McIntyre. Oh man! Woo! Oh, fifteen dollars off select tees. Nice. Uh, so look ahead here. Yeah, 
I, I Ricochet could pull the upset here. Certainly him and Samoa Joe have history, but Samoa Joe versus McIntyre. Whoever, if McIntyre wins this thing, whoever wins from Samoa Joe and McIntyre is my pick for the, to win the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, Ricochet, you know, I know that everyone wants, everyone thinks Drew McIntyre is going to win and he's the favorite, but Ricochet beating him, going on, going out, going up against Samoa Joe next. Yeah. Then beating Joe and going up against Corbin after that. And Corbin beating Ricochet to get into the finals does make the most sense. Do you think he beats Owens and Shane interferes? That's good. That's a good suggestion. Or possibly. I don't know. Because I think it's going to be Owens coming out of this, the other side of the bracket. There's no way. I think Owens I, and Corbin. Yeah, yeah, that actually makes the most sense. Right? Oh, it's going to be Owens and Corbin. And right. Cor- Shane. Shane helps Corbin win. It's got to be. King, King Corbin. Corbin. Oh, oh, no. We've already mapped it out. Son of a gun. And I think it'll be Andrade versus Owens in the in the final on that side of the bracket. I think so, too. Yeah, and it'll be fun. Um, all right. So uh, let's move on to our uh, next match. In the, or next segment. That's Elias. Uh, he's in the show a little tapes segment was in the studio and then he gets attacked by our truth uh for the 24 7 title well, no, oh, no. by drake maverick sorry, in the drake, drake maverick in the studio and then he goes to live uh and he's saying this is his last performance as elias there's audio issues and then our uh, truth comes out uh and they have a battle but, from the darkness from the darkness guitar tech uh but they don't uh they don't transfer the title our uh-huh. like, truth fails in his attempts to get the title back this is interesting now i thought that was smart yeah, I actually thought that was smart. You because Elias shouldn't be that easy to beat. Agreed. He they've they've put a lot of time into Elias. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't just be quickly getting rolled up. So I actually really enjoyed this. I thought that it made sense. That it, it it added some intrigue to Elias's run with the title because he's not yeah. a pushover who's just going to get rolled up. You're yep. going to have to actually do something wild to beat Elias. Yeah, yeah. So I like I like that. I think so too because he got he beat for the title too quickly the last couple mm-hmm. of times yep. so this makes it seem like more of a, a difficult thing to achieve again which they should do for a little bit and then go back to the changing around he's, um, he's taking it more seriously too which i like yeah than the yeah, last time yeah all right let's get to the big emotional moment of the night that's ray mysterio talking to charlie uh who uh you know vote for her a uh, top 50 muscle and fitness i think it's over now is it over now i think so <sighs> no more videos all right so ray here in the interview with charlie and ray gets all emotional talking about he's gonna retire and he doesn't, he's not gonna do it anymore it's like what andrea did to him was so embarrassing blah 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 and then dominic comes in um and talks him into uh, debuting with him because that was his promise uh and ray agrees so We've seen the retirement speech from Ray before. Have we? Yeah, way back when. I don't recall. Uh, it was a, uh, when was it? It was a while where he was talking about, I don't know if I can do it anymore, blah, blah, blah. May, I'm not sure where it was, but I thought I've seen it before. Um, but I don't know. This is another one. I, I felt like Dominic really didn't step up to the plate here. See, I saw people saying that, mm. and I felt the exact opposite way. Really? I, no, do I think that he was like some masterful actor? No. Do I feel like... Do I think that he may had a sense of realism to did he add a sense of realism to the situation and, and felt passionate about sure, it? Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely. That's why he was kind of stumbling over his own words. And I honestly felt like it was more believable that way because that's what someone in that scenario would be doing, trying to convince their father, no, mm. don't don't retire yet. I have dreams to be with you. I feel like a lot of people who want to work with their dad or who have worked with their yeah. dad or who look up to their fathers can all uh that it resonates with all of them of like a hey no i want to work with you like you know like i want to be able to tell my kids that we did this and that together Mm -hmm. just like you were able to tell me that you were with you know my grandpa in the ring i loved all of that i thought that it was great and maybe it's just because of like i've been wanting to see 
it's been so obvious they were going to bring Dominic to TV mm-hmm. somehow. Um, they've been trying anyways. It just kept getting screwed up in the Samoa Joe thing. Right. Um, so I had already thought it was going that way anyways. And I love this being the introduction because now it gives Rey Mysterio something else to do. And you know, you know that this is going to lead to hopefully, in my opinion, a new kind of like LWO type thing. Maybe not the LWO, but a, a, a heel Mexican stable or a Latino stable because, you know, because Andrade was already tweeting saying, yeah. like, if you want to follow a real Hispanic icon, you should follow my lead, Dominic. We're going to get like a throwback to the Eddie of like, that's my son. Not necessarily the son, but like, right, right. if you want to follow a real hero, you should follow me. I'm what's up right now, yeah. you know? And then you know that this is going to lead to, like, them debuting together or something and Dominic beating up Rey Mysterio and saying, you weren't there for me. You were never oh, home. Yeah. You weren't there. You let Eddie Guerrero say he, he was my father. I, my whole life, everyone didn't even think you were my dad because you let everyone think Eddie Guerrero was That's my so dad. Impossible. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. The other possibility is he loses or keeps taking the pins and then turns on Ray in that way. You didn't train me right. You suck. You blah blah blah. And the other people have been in his ear whispering, telling him like Ray doesn't want you to. Ray doesn't want you to eclipse him. He would be jealous that Ray's left such that no one's ever been able to beat Ray, like eclipse Ray in terms of popularity. He the last thing he'd want is his son to do it. So they get into his ears at a young age with the younger wrestlers doing that stuff. That totally and works. he's all hipstered out already. Yeah, yeah. he's not like like he's not going to be well. We don't know, but you know, yeah. I, I feel like he's going to be much more in line with Andrade's <laughs> ideals. He's wearing. He's wearing like yeah. you know cool guy clothes and all that kind of stuff. The glasses so. need some help, but I liked your. It's, it's the same glasses you're wearing right now. No, these are better glasses. They never go with gold wire rims. They're terrible. Uh, two things to tell you if you're even remotely watching this, Dominic. Always cheat to the camera. And second thing, bring it if you're gonna go with a seasoned performer because you're gonna look deficient in comparison. I think that's what didn't help him. Ray was really bringing it with the emotion. And Ray had me believing that he was gonna retire for a second. Hell yeah, dude. It, it was, was like a Mark Henry level where I was like, is he gonna retire right yeah, now? Yeah. Uh, so there you go. So that's what I would say. Make sure you cheat. This is a quarter turn. That's all you need. Just a quarter turn. Stumble over all the words you want. Just a quarter turn so we can see what's happening. All right. Uh, New Day and the Revival go at it here. Uh, back and forth. Uh, good match until Randy interferes in this match. RKO's Big E. Uh, then he and the uh, he and the Revival start to beat up New Day. Um, Kofi comes down, jumps, does that awesome jump through the middle rope thing that he does. Uh, tries to do what he can, but then he gets an RKO. Sick RKO, yeah, too. Yeah, from <laughs> Randy. Took that like a face, like the way he did, it was like it was a DDT, like the way he landed. Mm-hmm. It was that was intense. He put those legs up. It yeah. was great. Uh, and then they he gets held down to watch them injure Xavier Woods, which is great. Apparently, Biggie took one RKO and could not get up at all uh, to help at all. But everybody, this all set this thing up. So, uh, all right, do you like this? Is keep furthering this feud between him and uh, Rand, even though it was an um, unsatisfying SummerSlam match. I think that it needed some new juice to it. And I think that the pairing of Randy Orton and Revival is that an works. awesome idea. Yeah. They're both old school mentality guys. Um, you know, oh, sorry, all three are yeah. very old school mentality guys. You know, obviously, you know, the Revival love, you know, Randy Orton's family and that oh, degree. Sure. You know, so I think it's a perfect pairing. We already saw how well the Revival can do as a group yeah. with, or as part of a group. Uh, as they were with Shane and Drew McIntyre, and that kind of went away. I think that this is the best thing for them would be to kind of like be the new legacy of these yeah. three. And obviously, not, it doesn't make sense legacy wise because they're not all the sons of famous you know wrestlers, but right. of that mentality of like 
these are Randy Orton's, uh, you know, they're, they're the guys who do his dirty work yeah, for him, you yeah. know? I love that. I think it worked then. I think it'll work now. Yeah. Um, I also like it because it's funny because it's like three guys who are all friends with the AEW people. So it's like a little like, <laughs> you know, like AEW friendly crowd over there, yeah. you know? So I, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Me too. I, it was a good way to keep people interested in this feud who are maybe still a little upset about how that SummerSlam match was decided. Um, so uh, this keeps this thing going, and maybe that's why, because they wanted this to last a little bit longer than a straight-up victory by Kofi. So I, mean, see, that, that, I think that is what it is. Yeah, you see the logic, and so and it makes sense, because Randy is milking it in such a great way. Him sitting on the ro- on the corner doing his old-school stuff, that was great to see again. telling him to go over here. Yeah, and do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. That was awesome. Uh, all right, so then we go to that point where Sasha does eventually get interviewed, and that's with Michael Cole. I know you tweeted about this. I didn't like your tweet. I was upset about it, but it was which one about the blue hair. Yeah, I didn't think that was a funny joke at all. What? Yeah. That was one of the funniest Michael Cole lines in so long. Everyone's talking about the blue hair Michael Cole. That's why it was so funny. I didn't think it was funny. Um, <laughs> don't, don't bash Sasha, Michael. Don't you dare. Um, anyway, this here's where I say to you that I get concerned. Social media-wise, they can go at each other. Promo-wise, though, Becky is almost untouchable. Sasha did a nice job here, but Sasha's never been known for incredible promos. And yes, she has. I have want her to get to that level where she's Heel at. Sasha cut great promos. Okay, but did you think this was a great promo that matched what Becky did? No, 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 but I don't... Yeah. But, but you're also leaving out the great part after, though. I Which mean... Is, okay, with the I walking mean, out? No, no, no. The thank the you? Natalia stuff. Oh, we'll get, yeah, we'll get yeah, to we'll that, get but to I want to talk about the promo first. So, no, this promo was... But I don't think it was intended to an be the, like... I don't think it was intended to be the hard-hitting promo that we wanted. Okay. I think they're leaving us hanging on that. Good. I, think I that, want that soon. Because it would have been very cliche for her to come out and be like, I'm tired of not getting the opportunity. Right, right. It would have been so cliche for I her to do that. I don't want her to do that. that. And since she came out and was like above it, like, I don't care. Like, yep. everyone's talking about my hair, you know? Which I thought was entertaining. Okay. I, yes, it left me wanting more. Uh, but also, there was no way she was going to cut a better promo than that, Becky, than that Becky Lynch one. True. Regardless of how confident I am in, Becky, uh, in Sasha Banks' promo skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just that was such a good promo that I think that it was almost better that it was clear that there's something Sasha's not telling us. Okay, good. Because there's she clearly wants to... She's got more to say. She's yeah. been dropping all these hints on social media. The second she attacks Natalia... We'll just get to... Can we get yeah, to let's, see, let's just get to it, yeah. The second, this so is she, where it, it went to another level for me. Totally. And I was happy afterwards. So so, so, yeah. she, you know, so, so Natalia's cut her promo. Sasha Banks comes in, attacks her again, says like, oh, crybaby what? Or something like that. And throws her into the locker room or yeah. into the locker or whatever yeah. or the, the storage bins or whatever. And then drops an, an, an intense line where she says go to hell and tell go to hell natty and tell your daddy i said hi boom and to me you know i i i go we're gonna get there there's longer story being played here and when she did the whole cry when she said the whole cry baby thing yeah. to me it was like okay this is where her intention is gonna mm-hmm. be this is where the character is gonna be built yeah. upon of like she thinks that people thought she was that we're calling her a crybaby or whatever. So um, I, that to me the vibe that we're getting here, and she doesn't want to say it because she doesn't want to be quote unquote gotten to. Right. So it's like, nah, dude, hair. Everyone's talking about my blue mm-hmm. hair. Don't know what you're talking about. And she's gonna speak louder with her actions than her words, in my opinion. Yeah. Although the go to hell and tell your daddy I said hi speaks louder than any promo she was gonna say. That was intense. And that's I agree. Why I think that she didn't need to explain herself yet. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I think you're. I think uh, hearing you talk about it makes sense to me. It feels right. And- 
and I, I enjoy that line as well. I tweeted back at your tweet about it with the uh, fountain, Hugh Jackman, because the heel uh, Becky, uh, heel Sasha rather, is my favorite Sasha, is the best Sasha, and it's been a while since we've seen it. And Becky kind of took credit for it, which kind of wrinkled my nerves a little bit. Which, which is a great promo. It's supposed to make you feel one way or another about something, and I like that. But I, I'm looking forward. But I'm, I, I want to ask you this question because it occurs to me as I was watching this and as you're talking about it. People started doing the what chance during Natty's thing. Yeah, and it was about her dad. I think Natty is inessential to this and should be moved out of the way. Having her attack Natty again, I get that it further enforces that she's a heel, but having Natty is is uh, kind of muddling it right now. Like, who who are you going after, Natty or or Becky? Like, what is the situation? So, to me, that's my concern here with Natty being a part of this. Maybe destroying her for a little bit. We won't see her for a while. You know how, what I think is kind of a I hope it doesn't lead to a triple to? threat match. You know what I look at it as What's is that? like Star Wars, where like the Emperor uses someone else to kind of like. Mm-hmm. To kind of bring someone up to their level, you know, like Palpatine would use like Anakin, and and he right drop these like yeah. words into Anakin's brain to yeah. kind of mind ninja Anakin, which is kind of what Becky's doing to Sasha, and Sasha's only getting amped up more and taking out her her anger on on Natty. Yeah, so I feel like it's it's kind of like that where like mm, interesting where it's kind of like where eventually like Anakin had to didn't Anakin isn't Anakin helped. Palpatine, yes, in the Samuel Jackson fight, right? Yes, he does. So it's, at the end, there, I mean, it's yeah. going to be something along those lines. Where she's, she's, since we're getting more of like the mm-hmm. man again, mm-hmm. where who's a tweener to yeah, a certain yeah, yeah. degree, I feel like she's kind of like mind, mind, Jedi mind tricking the situation. There like we a go. Palpatine. So okay. right. I, I don't hate it. I don't. I, I think it's. I like that it's kind of like little puzzle pieces. But if the fans are turning on. Nat, uh, natty and they really shouldn't be because she's supposed to be the full-on sympathetic baby, yeah, face, here. baby face here uh i don't know if that's in the long run the smart avenue to go and i wonder if they'll listen to the fans and make the adjustment or not well it's tough she's just like big show where sometimes they just assume that you're just going to accept that she's, she's like a heel Kane. and she's a face she's yeah, a heel right. she's a face she's like whatever they want and it's like well sometimes she was just she was just a heel yeah. it's hard to kind of sw- right. quickly switch back yeah 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 um yeah. i also i i I, it's been so long since I've remember watched Sasha Banks' NXT run, but I believe there was something in her promo that was referencing her old thing with Becky Lynch on mm, NXT TV. Right. Because she said something like when I looked in the mirror. She kept talking about when I looked in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. And if I recall correctly, their whole thing back in the day, it was a lot of like promos where they were talking in the mirror together. Yeah. And she helped get... If I recall, like back then... Sasha helped bring out Becky from her shell on NXT yeah, TV. What was, what was Becky doing? What was Be- like? What is there truth to what Becky said? Where she said, "How come I worked harder to get you into the WWE than you did?" What is that all about? Is there some behind the scenes stuff where Becky was championing Sasha to the higher ups to get Sasha uh, more time on NXT or anything like that? Because that know. feels like the reference, unless she's referencing Sasha coming back after the four month hiatus. I, that's how I took it. Okay. That she was referencing. Sasha coming okay. back after the hiatus. All right. All right. Um, but I, all around, this is starting, in my opinion, yes. to become the hottest feud in WWE again. Hell yeah. Which, and, they're killing it. And Becky better get ready because there is stuff in her past and her, her matches and her promos that Sasha could have a field day with. And so to me, that excites me because that yeah. means both of them are going to get at each other. It might come, it might feel a little real at times, which is genius. Those are the best. Also, yeah. they, they changed the shirt. And they made the shirt blue. 
Oh, yes. Instead of purple. Good. I saw that. And I was like, they list. That was smart of them. Yep. Very smart of them. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Let's move on to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross to fight uh, fighting Mandians. This is another match that I was just like, it was eh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, I it was guess. all right. It did nothing to really further them, I think, no. in the long run, but it was giving them screen time as champions, and Nikki needs as much screen time as possible. Do you complain that the women's tag champions yeah, weren't on the show? They got fair. the women's tag champions on the show. Absolutely fair. Although the mention of the wild card came in here. I was like, nobody cares anymore. <laughs> Stop mentioning it. Just don't just, bring it up. Just schedule matches just, that we want to enjoy. We realize the brand split's over for now. Yeah, exactly. like, or you guys don't care, and you're going to use someone if you want to use someone. Right, right. So, uh, But yeah, it was good to see them. Had good uh, chemistry. I felt like Mandy and Sonya didn't have that electricity that they've had before, so I wonder if they are trying to figure out what they want to do with them overall what is your feeling uh yeah it's a fair question i don't know i mean i'll be honest i had trouble connecting with this match yeah i really did there was a lot going on on this show there was a lot of cool things happening and this it was what it was i think it was good because there are people who were mad the women's tag champions are never on the show so now they're on the show so true Plus there, I guess. All right, fair enough. All right, uh, let's move on here to finally the uh, oh no to uh, uh, Cedric Alexander and Sami Zayn. That's their uh, that's our other King of the Ring match of the night. Uh, good match. Uh, Sami Zayn coming out talking about how um, you know I'm, I, I've been losing lately. I don't want to lose anymore. I'm going to fight. I'm going to give Cedric all he all he can handle, and I'm going to get this victory. But you tweeted about Cedric working with Paul Heyman. Is that correct? And you had yes. an interview with him. You want to promote? Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, so I interviewed Cedric Alexander over the weekend. Uh, we put it up yesterday on the site, which is pretty cool. I'm not awesome. going to lie, you know, WWE isn't often giving interviews to wrestling sites. Sure. So I was very thankful and very appreciative of the fact that they did that. Uh, so please go read it, share it if you can. It helps me out a lot. If you just share it, I want to have as many shares on it as possible so I keep getting future interviews. Uh, and then maybe I can do interviews like on the shows as opposed to just text interviews. So keep, right. keep sharing if you can. Go read it. I appreciate it. I don't write a lot of long-form things on the site, uh, but I'm trying to do more of them. Those are the things that I am passionate about. It's just sometimes I don't always have the right uh, subject matter to be able to do it. I actually have an idea for my next one, though. I don't want to forget it. I'm going to write it down Ooh. when we leave here. Right. Uh, but please go read that. And yes, in the interview, we talked about Cedric, we talked about King of the Ring, yeah. what it means to him being in it, uh, you know, some of his favorite King of the, his favorite King of the Ring memory growing up. Uh, and, but but within all of that, he talked about how Paul Heyman has been working with him behind the scenes um, and how, you know, because a lot of people are saying, like, oh, I don't know what role they're going to have on the show, but he was much more firm about the fact yeah. that, like, Paul Heyman's been working with him. Yep. Now, Paul Heyman um, has been passing along little show business quirks to him and just kind of like little things that he can do while talking on camera, you know, doing interviews and stuff yep. like that uh, on camera to make him feel more comfortable. And he said, like, the advice that Paul Heyman has been giving him has been invaluable. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's, it's very it's a it's, it's a good interview, I think. Yeah. I know I did it. I'm biased, but uh, <laughs> it's a, it was fun to do at least. So uh, sometimes to get better. You have to put your pride down and go ask people who've done it for a while for advice. And if they're willing to give it to you, listen. Well, you and know, apply it. Well, you know, he. It's funny because people always go like, "Oh, main event." Everyone rolls like, "Oh, who's watching main event?" Paul Heyman was watching main event yeah. one day when he was backstage at at, at WWE because he was working there at the time uh, still and was watching main event because he was there anyways and saw a match between Cedric Alexander and Bobby Roode that he liked. Yeah. And he decided to kind of start working with Cedric Alexander to help him take him to the next level. And now Cedric Alexander has been given huge opportunities yep. on Monday Night Raw. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, and this, this is one of them. I'm so glad Cedric won. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do think, I don't think he's going to win next week. Okay. But it would be awesome if, if he, to me, it'd be awesome if they did a story of like 
Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy both making their way to the finals. Oh, they're both underdogging until they get to the end, and then they have like one of the dope kind of like two hundred five live matches yeah, that they had okay. for the finals, just like really show up. Uh, but we'll see. I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't have a ton of faith in Could, that happening. Okay, fair enough. Could be interesting. What is that? What does Sami Zayn go from here? I wonder. He's, I feel like he's Teflon. Okay. He's not losing a lot by losing, okay. I don't think. All right. Uh, all right. The Street Profits do a fun little promo here in the back talking about uh, Braun Strowman and Rollins. Call them Brawlins. Uh, which I thought was really funny. We'll skip this one only because I can see them staring at us over there. We only got a few oh, more minutes. Okay, fair enough. Then we'll jump into this uh, final match, and that's Rollins and Strowman taking on Gallows and Anderson. Uh, Brawlins end up getting the victory here. This was a good match. Uh, not, I, not a great match. I just really like the chemistry of the team between Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Surprising. They had a, they had a cool vibe together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I feel like they've done a great job of getting Braun back to where he needs to be. Yep. And he's on track, in my opinion, to be Universal Champion again in the near future. Oh, wow. Okay. I think he'll be the one that dethrones uh, Rollins? Seth Rollins. Okay. All right. That's a fair possibility. But uh, what does this do for the OC now, taking these two belts off Gallus and them? You just worked all this time to promote them and put them back you, up. You re-sign them, and yeah. you're like, thanks for re-signing his titles. Never mind. Yeah, because Cole even said it took a long time for them to, you know, they were kind of not, they were kind of lost and then got involved with AJ, and now they're back up in this thing, and then you have them lose. It depends on the follow-up. If they're now going to be in a program with, oh, with Seth Rollins, Rollins and Braun Strowman, that's good. Great for them. Yes, true. If they're not, and they're just kind of like AJ's lackeys, lackeys? Yeah. yeah, bad. Yeah, and it's like what it was all that for. Yeah, they they essentially become the B team for Miz. Yes, and that's not a good thing. No, yes. and I and I and I and because of their attack on Braun and how much they were able oh, to yeah. kind of, I, I feel like it's not going to be lackeys. Okay, I, I think I I hope that they're going to get a good program out of this which would be great for everybody let them heal it up if they're heels let them heal it up which means attacking braun in a brutal uncomfortable way like really sell the oc if you're going to sell the oc make them brutal because to me i'm always this the more brutal someone goes the more you're going to cheer for them when they turn face because you're you're willing to go with their commitment to whatever they decide to do, because they're going to put just as much ferocity to being a fi- to being a face as they are a heel. Mm-hmm. And so I I think go full on. I also wonder what this means for Clash of Champions. Because oh, good point. Like Seth Rollins now holds two of the yeah. Raw titles. True. Is he going to be in two matches at Clash of Champions? He would do it. He would. You know he would do. He it. would. <laughs> All right, before we wrap up, let's address uh, what you say, Vic, what's his name, Vic, uh, no, the guy that took- I liked him, I thought he did a good job. Yeah, he did, he liked it? I thought he did a really good job of, you know, taking the lead when given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole feel- let him do the call. I feel like him and Renee would be a good team. Yeah, uh, I with guess Corey? They, all, they want a third person all the time. Him and Renee and Corey would not be a bad team, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it may, and you know, it's not bad for Cole to move off. Maybe he senses that too. He's a little out of step with what's happening, in my opinion. I think he's a, obviously he's a great guy who did it for many, many years. But I think he's a little out of step, a little old. And so, why not move on? Let the younger guys kind of step in and see what they can do with it. But then again, Raw is like the anchor show, yeah. right? So you want that. You want that kind of uh, uh, decades-long person in charge of it or running it, so we'll see. Or Imagine calling it more because he's in, you know he has to kind of oversee all the announcers, and there's so many shows now. Maybe he just doesn't have. He just wants more time to be able to focus on all the yeah yeah you know, all, all the shows. Cole, right, right, right. If it's Cole and uh, what's his name, Vic again, mm-hmm. and, Vic Joseph, and Vic Joseph and Renee, are you okay with this? And Corey goes to like NXT for the well, USA. I don't want to go back to NXT. Corey's the best announcer in WWE right now. I, I agree. Be so I stupid. Thousand percent agree. Okay. All right. 
Yeah. Just one, you know, or maybe they're working him out on Raw to see how he does. Maybe move him over to NXT uh, in that third, Vic, in that third slot, maybe. No, because Vic, Vic does a lot of shows already. Okay. He does uh, NXT UK. He does 205 Live. Okay. Um, but that's what I mean. You're moving into the USA on NXT. It's a little more visibility. I feel like Beth's been doing a really good job on commentary on NXT. You don't want to okay. get rid of Morrow. And they yeah, like not Nigel. Rid of Morrow. So I don't, right. I don't see them messing with the NXT team. Right, fair enough. Well, Okay. So do you think he'll step up to Raw? Who? Vic. And then move Cole back? I don't think... I don't... I don't. Where's Vic go? He just stays where he's at. This was just a nice uh, preview of what he can do? Probably. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with all of that down the road. But that's been our Raw recap. Thanks, everyone, for watching or listening to this Raw recap. It's always a blast to hear your comments, both positive and negative, about what we have to say on the show. Ryan, tell them where they can read, watch, and listen to everything we do. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week at Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash G slash Wrestling Sheet. Subscribe, like the videos, comment. I read them. I respond to some of them. So please keep doing that. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, but subscribe to the channel. It helps. I, we've been growing in numbers, and I appreciate it very, very much. So keep doing that. Uh, but if you want to list, just listen while you're on the road, working out, cooking, doing whatever, uh, subscribe on the podcast platforms. Any podcast platform will probably have it. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. There you go. Uh, follow him at Ryan Sand. Follow me at The Roca Says. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow with a SmackDown Live recap on Pro Wrestling. Sheet. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 83120. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.